hesitation Got me going crazy Keep it moving, I'm tuned in to True North Racing The podcast that you need if you got the need for speed John Morrison interviewing guests in the industry Short track, stock car racing Gotta get it hyped, Saturday night under the lights Hear the engine rooming by Smell the gas and feel the vibe Going into overdrive Drop the flag, then the car zooming by True North Racing, let's go all right, guys, welcome back to another episode of the True North Racing Podcast. My name is John Morrison, and I am the media guy for Sobble Speedway, for the Young Drivers Canadian Modifieds, and as well as your host for this show, and as well as for Joe Media. And my new co-host is... Hey, guys, I'm Megan Mitchell. I am one of the drivers of the number 73 Pierce Stock at Speedway. How's, uh, how's your... Uh, so before we, we... In a little bit, we're going to be bringing our guest, Connor Ross, but let's for right now, let's talk a little bit about your off season. Cause you know, we haven't talked to you guys since, Oh, what was it? Uh, October. <laughs> yeah. If it, no, Christmas, Christmas. So mm. it's been almost five months since we've done a podcast together. Um, unfortunately, Caitlin from practice yesterday, having motor issues and spending a lot of day on the sun. Uh, our other co-host is uh, unfortunately laid up in bed right now. Hopefully she gets better with some heat stroke. Uh, hopefully she gets better. And, uh, Cause you know, she's, she starts racing next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyways, how's, how's your off season been? It's been slow. You know, it's off season. It's not, not my favorite season, but <laughs> you know, kind of good though. I kind of needed the, the mental break and just to sit back and do some other things. Cause you know, race season can be pretty chaotic and very, draining like especially last year you know we we were running pretty good trying to run for points so that was very very mentally draining so it's been pretty good to just kind of relax and hang out with friends and family but it's definitely nice to be back at the track yeah exactly you were there yesterday checking out practice what was Mm -hmm. the feeling like being at the track and and seeing a lot of uh your racing friends again and seeing a lot of people who you haven't seen in six months Mm -hmm. It was really good. It felt very good to be back. Like, you know, just definitely something that I missed. And I knew I missed it that much. And, and it was just, it was really nice to see everybody again, just to hear the sounds and see the cars, see everybody's faces again, you know, see some of the new cars, see some old cars back out. And just really good. It was a pretty nice day too. It was a little bit windy. My face is a little burnt. <laughs> got pretty warm out yesterday, but yeah, it was really good. You know, and that's that's perfect because you know we 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 start racing next weekend, and I'm excited. Um, I got to uh, so something that I've been holding back for a little bit from a lot of people. Uh, Megan, I've I've mentioned this to you uh, just recently. Next weekend, uh, I do have to talk to Greg McPherson from Inside Track, but it looks like you will be catching us uh, next weekend on the Racing Zone stage at Motorama Car Show. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Um, don't know what what day yet uh, or anything like that, but until we get stuff finalized, I wanted to put that out there. So if you guys are there Saturday or Sunday, I'm going to put the times out once I know. Um <laughs> You're going to catch, uh, we'll have Caitlin and Megan the one day on the Sunday, uh, seeing how the schedule works. Uh, we'll, we're tentatively 
Uh, we'll have Megan and Caitlin on the Sunday. And then the Saturday looks like we might be having uh, Sobble Speedway guys come up on stage and join me for, for it. Um, we have two cars in the, uh, in the Sobble Speedway booth this year. So we're looks like we're going to bring them up. Uh, John Carly's going to reach out to them, see if they would like to come up. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, and we're going to invite, um, see, we're, I'm going to talk on Saturday to any of the CVM guys and see if they want to come out for a live taping of the show. Um, how, you know, that's going to be a lot of fun, eh? Mm-hmm. I'm excited. It's been a while since I've been to Motorama just because of COVID and everything. So it's going to be really great to be back out there. What? What's one Definitely. of your favorite booths at the track or at the, at the show? Sorry. Jesus Christ. It's where, you know, we're getting close to race season when we're just saying track now. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, one of my favorite booths is the sticker booth where I get stickers from my truck and my car. <laughs> oh, that, you like, find the, some pretty cool one. In the tuner one when it's like 20, like five stickers for 20 bucks or whatever. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like my favorite. That's my favorite I, section. I would, I always hunt for um, the little ones to go on your mirror. It says objects in your mirror. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have perfect. them on my truck yet, but you know, this year you, you need to, you need to get one of those and hope, you know what, maybe we'll, maybe we'll talk to one of my friends, see if they can uh, get you a deck. Or no, you, you, you're able to do that. No. I, yeah. I, I could. Then why I, haven't I you done it? Done why it? haven't I know, you done I it? I need to. You I have the technology. Socks, like, right. I don't take advantage of my cricket enough. <laughs> I need to. <laughs> you have a cricket, use it. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I'll make like maybe one t-shirt or something for myself with my race team on it. People are like, oh, can I get one? I'm like, I mean, you need like, to do this because then that helps with the race funds. <laughs> mm-hmm, if it costs you, let's say eight bucks, charge them 15 bucks a t-shirt. I don't know what the yeah. cost would be, but there you go. There's some money you can put back in your guys' pocket for the race here. Mm-hmm. That is a good idea. I should start doing that. Uh, absolutely, it would be. Um, anyways, how so? How excited are you to be a part now of, in, in my opinion, the best show of Joe Media and, Pro- and Promotions? I agree with that. One. I'm very <laughs> excited. You know, I like. I feel like this is going to be big for me because, like, the driver's seat definitely helps me. Like, I've always been a super shy person. I don't talk much but um coming on the driver's seat last year really just brought me out and I feel like now that I've gotten used to doing that and talking to you and Kate every week I feel like now that I'm gonna have the chance to talk to more drivers and more drivers than just the pure stock and mini stock guys and girls that I talk to it's gonna be really good for me so I'm very excited oh for sure you know we we have such a tremendous guest list and I you know, we, we sent it out the other day. Once we finalized this whole deal, you know, we got some mini stock guys. We got uh pro late model guys, um, pure stock guys. We, uh, you know, we got, we even, this is a little early and I know it is, but we even have another podcast coming on us on with us in July. Oh, wow. We're joining, a, we're, we're going to be joining another podcast in the summertime. So that's gonna be a lot of fun. It's uh well mm-hmm. well once everything gets announced, we'll let you guys know which one it is. Um, but yeah, how excited are you to be back to the track though? Because six months is too long, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm very excited. You know, I don't have a car quite ready yet to go out. Not sure when I'm gonna be back in the car, but 
even just to be there like I'm I'm very excited I'm so happy like and it shows in the way I drive like the way I drove to the track I can admit not very good but you know I might have drove a little quicker because you were excited that's there's nothing to be wrong with that very excited I'm like oh this is just this feels good like this is my my happy place my home my second home so yep yeah. Well, with this year, you with you not racing, what's it going to be like going to go actually going to travel to tracks? Because, you know, mm-hmm. we, we've been talking about that all season that how, you know, you may not get a chance to ho- race a whole lot this year, but you're going to be going to tracks. And, you know, I hope hopefully, hopefully we can we line it up where you can come with us and enjoy, mm-hmm. you know, we're going up to Sobble in July. The offer still, we talked about that. The offer's on the table. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's going to be cool going around to different tracks and, and for you, like to get to see the different perspectives of different tracks, mm-hmm. I feel is going to be great for you long-term. Definitely. Yeah. Like I wasn't really like as a driver, I wasn't really one to, especially last year to travel to different tracks. Like it just wasn't in our fund. And I was just trying to get myself used to one track right now, which was Plan Bro. So for now, for me to be able to even just go around and just like watch, it's going to be very good. There's tracks that I've never been to, like even Merrittville. I I don't think I've ever really been there. It's Ashwegan and Plan Bro have been the only tracks I go to. So I'm very excited. I mean, I've been to Sobble but there weren't any cars. I was just camping and we went and walked the track and checked it out. So that's probably on my, the biggest on my bucket list this year is solo. I'm definitely making my way there. It's going to be like a three hour drive, but it's going to be worth it. Like it's going to be big. It's going to be really fun. Like I plan to at least visit every track once. Yeah. And I mean, I've met lots of different drivers through, facebook and instagram and tiktok who i would love to go to their tracks like southern ontario motor speedway and check it out and meet them so hey we're going back this year yeah we're going back this year so you know let's plan it for a night because it's going to be a friday night Uh, Mm um you know it's uh uh it's gonna be a friday night because for us anyways we're going friday night with the mini stock guys because uh for over here on Joe Media and Promotions, we do we are with Ohana Acres Racing within their 92H Mini Sock, driven by Ryan Houston. We're also going to be mm-hmm. on the 29J of Dave Johnson in the Mini Mod. Um, you know, hopefully, I think we're trying to try and get it down, get us down there for a day that that they're racing on the Sat. All of them are racing on the Saturday, so because we're going back down there to do another vlog, which is awesome. I love mm-hmm. doing them. So hopefully, we can line something up. You know, hey, if they're all lined up. And it's a perfect day, and we get rained out at Flambro. I know where I'm going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm going down. I'll, I'll drive down because the, the track is beautiful. The facility is, it's coming mm-hmm. along, and you can tell. But it's, you know, it's gonna. It's such a great experience when you go there. It looks amazing. It from what I've heard, it's it's an incredible track. So, you know, for dirt tracks, I again just Ashwegan. That's really yeah. the only experience so it's going to be really good i'm very excited for that well you know it's it's you need to get out there travel around mm-hmm. you know? i mean who knows maybe i'll find another track that i'm gonna actually race like yeah you never know 
Oops, bring the car in July. There's the Dash for Cash, the Wednesday Dash for Cash. It's 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 an awesome event. It's gonna be my first time going up for that. Um, but it leads into such a great weekend of racing as well. Because not only do you have the Dash for Cash on that Wednesday, you have the APC tour on the Saturday. Ooh. Or sorry, no, that's oh boy. Let me the whole oh, let me see if I'm <laughs> messing this one up. Oh no, oh no. Gotta go back and find a schedule. <laughs> Oh no, July. Oh yes, I was right. So we have the on Wednesday, July 27th, there's the Dash for Cash. The Roots Bar, the Roots Gas Bar Unite Eats are going for a 5K to win. The combined wow. fours are running 40 laps for two thousand dollars to win. You know, and then that weekend, stay the weekend. Cause that weekend yeah. you have the APC tour on the Saturday night. You know, with Inex Legends, the Canon Midgets. Then on the Sunday, you have the Beat the Heat 150. So it's another Pro Lima, but at this time, instead of 100 laps, it's going to be 150 laps. And then that's also going to have the Canon Midgets and Inex Legend cars. That is going to be such a cool event. Mm-hmm. You know, it, and that's a long weekend. That Monday is a holiday. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's perfect. That's a civic holiday weekend. It's perfect. It's perfect time to go up. Take the Mm -hmm. week off. Go camping. Check out the beach. That's what we're going to do. We're going to go up the Tuesday night. Get to the track early. Get all our footage done for Sobble. And then Thursday, uh, Jack and I are going to hit the beach and relax. Because why wouldn't you? Oh, exactly. It's beautiful. I mean, it's beautiful down there. It's amazing. I've only been camping down there one time, but you know, my family's planned to go back. So sounds like the perfect time. Like, yeah, might just trailer up the car and bring it along. Who knows? Hey, just <laughs> see what I can get done. Do <laughs> just joke and just be like, oh, where are you? Where? They, they just hook up the trailer one day. It's like, oh, where are you going? Oh, nowhere. Next, you know, you're on pedal power the day after. <laughs> no one knows you went. <laughs> Oh, that would be something else. Oh, oh I, f- I feel you've come home to an ass whooping, that's for sure. Yeah. I don't think my dad would be too happy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, especially because, I mean, we'll flip it out right now. He's going to be the one running the car this year. So. You, how excited is he <laughs> okay. going to get behind the wheel? He's very excited. He's pumped. Yeah. Pumped. So. I'm excited for him, but I'm nervous. Oh yeah. Uh, You know what? I think he'll do just fine. Mm -hmm. I mean, he taught me everything that I knew. So if Chase and I could be as successful as we were last year, considering he knows more, I think he's gonna do good. It's gonna be a learning curve though. Something different. It always is. He's just gonna start tail. It's just gonna be occasional anyway. Yeah. Start tail, follow everyone, see how it goes, and then who knows? What uh he finds that comfort. <laughs> so how is uh so on on our show, I, I, I you've you've been listening lately and I know you have. Mm-hmm. Um we, we always like to do a little we're gonna we're gonna bring in and make sure uh we do our own little talks about how our weeks were because I feel going forward, especially between the three of us, it's gonna be such a great thing to talk about you know what what are 
it's a game that we like to play. Oh, sorry. Let me go back. to It's a game that we like to play in our house called our lows and our high low. Mm-hmm. Where you talk about your high of the so high of the day and low of the day. So I think something that's going to be good for us going forward on the show is to do talk about essentially our highs and lows of the week, though. Mm-hmm. And talk about our week because something I, I feel like it would be good is to, for us to talk about our week to see, you know, how, how our week was, you know, like this pack. I'm going to be honest today. Like my kids were little a-holes. Like, don't you ever just get that feeling? Oh, I like, I know people who have kids out there, they're going to feel me. They're going to be like, I feel you. I feel you. I've been there. Yeah. I made a beautiful dinner today. <laughs> Absolutely gorgeous. Oh. Pork tenderloin smoked on the grill. You know, it was, oh, oh roasted <laughs> potatoes, corn. It was such a, and my kids almost refused to eat. <laughs> oh, yeah. I spent all afternoon on it. There was even garlic bread. I even smoked the garlic bread. Oh, oh my God. Oh, it was so good. It tasted amazing. I my kids oh, my were, oh, I want to set up. I want to, I got to talk to some people, but I want to set up a like, a weekend there's no racing and there's nothing going on and on the saturday on the sunday have like a few people over for like i'll smoke every all the meat have a mm-hmm. podluck smoke all the meat you know we'll have the meat everyone brings something you know and we'll have like a backyard party and just yeah enjoy some good food enjoy some friends some music some laughs mm-hmm. i think that'd be a lot of fun that'd be, that'd be so much fun uh we're just waiting on our guest connor we're just waiting on connor to jump in here he's having some uh, computer difficulties tonight but he should be in soon but once uh once once he gets all his set up he'll be he'll be joining us in well we're we're just gonna wait a couple seconds here before connor gets in so but megan how was your week it was all right you know i got covid last weekend so luckily it was just very mild so quarantined for five days i was lucky that it ended right in time to go to practice so so my voice is still a little little weird but the only effect that I still have going so you know other than that it was a little lonely I'm not used to just being at home not going to work so yeah it wasn't wasn't my greatest week I'll be honest about that like I'm lucky but that's all that matters and you know you're you're still here you're you're on the Mm -hmm. upside of it so that's that's pretty good Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I, I, I trust me. I understand how that you know that that we, you know Jacqueline and I had COVID back in January and it, it sucked. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you know it, it was not fun. But hey, it's it seems like now a lot more people are getting it than mm-hmm. yeah. especially a lot more people that we know are getting it now than we than they used to. Yeah, definitely. Like it just oh, it's not fun. And I mean, I I kind of jinxed myself because my family was the same. They all got it in january like most people know my dad was hospitalized with it so that was really what had me very paranoid when i got it but yeah i kind of like jinxed myself by saying oh i'm the only one in my family that didn't get it <laughs> here we are <laughs> yeah hey, at least you don't wonder you're gonna go back to work it's it mm-hmm. it's all good right exactly yeah Definitely. all right well what do you say we bring in connor sounds good all right connor how's it going man Oh, we got you. Oh, you guys can hear me? Yeah, we got you. How's it? It's kind of going pretty good. How about yourself? 
Um, pretty good, man. How's your offseason been? Pretty busy right now. <laughs> Trying yeah. to get ready. But other than that, it's been good. That's good. Uh, how is, you know, offseason busy? We're, we're getting going in just a week here with the CVM. Are you guys going to be ready? We'll be ready. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, we're, we're on a time crunch right now. We, uh, we're trying to just fit my dad in the car. So we've been, he took a grinder to the car about two months or three months ago. And now we're, we should have done it a lot of earlier in the off season, but we didn't, but now we're just trying to catch back up and we'll be ready for Saturday. Oh, that's good. You know, uh, I was talking to Twitch a little bit earlier today about saying and telling me how hard it was going to be to uh, get your dad in there. But what's the uh, so this year it's going to be you, your dad, and Rob Twitchit all sharing a ride. And you guys do are not the same height. <laughs> no, we're uh, we're not. Well, the nice thing is for my dad and I, we don't really have to move the seat. He just likes to sit very low. Yep. So for Rob and I, get in there. no idea. But the nice thing is, uh, we just need to tilt the seat. We don't actually have to uh, move it. So once my dad is done, because he's only going to be able to go to four shows with the busy uh, off season, so we're just going to be able to tilt the seat, and that should be good. And then obviously we'll do a bit of other things just to get Rob and I comfortable in the car. You know, hey, that's what's uh, what's so what's the situation with Twitch there? Like, what do you guys have to do for him to make him fit? Nothing really. <laughs> what he, about the foot pedals? <laughs> do you guys need to adjust them or because he's a lot shorter than you guys? Yeah, he we actually uh, last year he tested the car later in the year when uh, we were we thought we were having some brake troubles. I think it was just in my head. Well, I know that now, but. Um, he tested the car just to see, and he actually fit fine. He was just couldn't see over the steering wheel. So we just needed to change the uh, height and everything. And you actually, it wasn't that bad. Oh, that's, that's not terrible then. Um, so with you guys sharing a ride, what are, what are your plans? Uh, what are, what is your plans for the summer? Obviously running a part-time schedule. I, my, Summer's going to be pretty busy. Uh, you know, I uh, ran full-time last year and things didn't go the way I wanted to. And then in the, uh, the breaks that we had off, I was crewing for the sprint car team and the border was shut still. So I, we weren't able to go to the States much, but at all, sorry. But the, uh, the amount that I learned in that, just that short period of time and surrounding myself with the best of the best, uh, you know, Jay Hill, uh, he brings a, best equipment that you can possible and that's a nice thing and uh, all the guys there from jamie turner Corey, ryan and everyone who crews there they've all been around that for basically their whole life so it was kind of nice they took me under their wing they taught me everything and continuing to teach me things so uh, it was a tough decision to kind of just race part-time but I found it was right for me being young and I just needed to mature a bit more, I thought. And uh, I think just crewing would help me with that. And then we kind of contacted Rob and he said he would leave race. So, and then my dad said he wanted to race. So now we're, now we got three of us. <laughs> 
I kind of wondered that myself. I was going to ask about the seating and the height differences. I know that's what happened with my brother and I last year. I actually had to drive with a extension on the gas pedal. Like, wonder if anybody else has ever done that. <laughs> we were thinking about doing it, but Rob said he was comfortable. So my dad and I said, you know, he can either screw himself and he can run it the way we want to. <laughs> I guess this year is going to be a lot of fun going to the dirt side and uh, uh, getting to travel with those guys, eh? Yeah, you know, the uh, season, I guess, started off last night at Merrickville and uh, Corey, I forget where uh, he finished in the – oh, he didn't finish, sorry. He uh, pulled off and uh, we bent the front axle. He made contact with the inside wall there. And then Ryan, he was – he started seventh and we got up to second and uh, – there were some bad timely cautions, and I, I think we could have had the win last night. Ryan was up on the wheel, and it was amazing to watch. And then a Friday night, we might be heading down to the States. Don't know. That's still up in the air, so hopefully we do because I'd love to go down there. And then I guess I might be racing Saturday. I might not be. might be my dad. It's 50-50 right now. <laughs> So what's the what's the timeline of you if you go across the state to the states or not? Is it gonna be like Friday call, Saturday morning call, or when I left, the, I had to leave the shop tonight, and they were just cutting out the uh, not the door, but they were making a hinge for my dad because he's able he's able to fit with the body without the body on. So now we're trying to make him fit with the body on. So I left. I don't know how far they got with that, but he said you might be running. But he said he'd like to race, so if if he can't, then I'll uh, jump in. Megan, have you seen that picture of uh, Adam tr- sitting in the car with the roof off the one time? I think so. I'm pretty. Was that one on Facebook? Yeah, I think I think I saw that one. Yeah, that was funny. I, I think they even put that up on uh, Race Rivals Race Chat the one night just to m- poke a little fun <laughs> at him. They probably did. <laughs> Uh, that's a that's a that's always a fun little show that I, I enjoy watching on Tuesday nights is uh seeing what you your dad and Clinton get up to. It's it's sometimes chaotic. Yeah, the, uh, the ideas <laughs> they get, but you know they've been they've been doing that for a long time, so they they know their uh, way around the business. Absolutely, they love uh, you know they they love racing just about as much as anyone, and they know everything every little thing about it. And, I, I got to bring your dad on and in, in, uh, this year at some point, I want to talk to him about what it's like and what is different between the CVMs from, uh, from his time running back when back in the nineties to, uh, uh, to what it was like running this year. I, he'd love to, I, well, I mean, I, I'll have to ask him, but I uh, think he like, he likes coming on <laughs> podcasts and talking because I guess he doesn't talk enough. <laughs> I mean, that's what he does for a living, right? Yeah, basically. <laughs> but hey, you know what? There ain't nothing wrong with that. That's that, even that's what we're here for. We're here to have fun and talk about racing. And and I feel like your dad coming on would be an awesome thing. But I got I'll I'll, re, I'll have to reach out to him uh, closer to the date. I kind of because I'm right now we're booked all the way through July. Surprisingly. Oh yeah, oh yeah. We're no slouching this year. Man, have you not seen anything I've been posting lately? Oh, like something. <laughs> between the cvm solve and then the podcast it's it's chaotic. oh it's busy man but 
I, we're not here to talk about me. I didn't want me to turn this around on my, on my <laughs> crap here. <laughs> but going into this season, you you know, last season probably wasn't the most ideal season you wanted as a rookie, but you you learned a lot, and I saw the confidence grow quite often throughout the throughout the season. What was uh, what was the? I hate to say it because of of, of it could be looked as negative. But what was the determining factor for you guys to keep coming back each week after having uh, a rough week the night before, the week before? I think, well, we, we knew we wanted to be there week in and week out. And some, some days it would be Saturday morning because we'd be at Delaware on a Friday night or a dirt track on Friday night. And Rob would either be at the shop until midnight because we couldn't be there. And then we'd start Saturday morning until two, three o'clock gates open. And sometimes we even finish there, but, uh, it was, it was a big learning curve last year. And even the amount of wrecks that I did have, it, those nights, I still learned so much and seat time was very important and maturing behind the wheel was also important. Like the first few times I had to realize that it happens, you know, I can't, not everyone's going to go with a season without wrecking now I don't want to wreck that much but it happens and I think I uh I just got to look ahead and know what I did wrong and I I've covered those points and I know what I need to do differently and I was just having fun the most of the year the night those nights weren't the weren't the best but you know it was all about learning and I think that's why we're there every weekend and just having fun you know and there's nothing wrong with that that's uh you know we luckily luckily enough last year we were able to put a gopro on on your car last year for uh we were going to do a lot earlier in the year um you you know you and i talked about it and and you wanted to get a lot more confidence but we still asked you later on the year if you wanted to and, and even the footage we got of you running you know was still quality footage you you can see you could definitely see the improvement. I was able to see the improvement from outside the car throughout the year, but like that one shot, that one, uh, uh, that one video of you guys, obviously or the day's video that we got of you in the car, I can see the progression and, and the confidence level grow. And, and for you to sit here and say like, yeah, I was having fun, you know, every night, that's awesome to hear because racing should be fun. We're, we're there. We're, we're not there. We're not making big bucks. We're there to have fun. And shoot the shit have a beer after the race obviously unless you're under 18 under chocolate 19 milk, you can't milk. chocolate milk <laughs> for the young ones you have to have a chocolate milk for the older <laughs> ones you can have a beer <laughs> you know it, but that that's good to hear that you were having fun though all last year yeah and i mean john uh, john carly gave me the opportunity two years ago to one the run the one race and we blew the motor and put it in the wall so i mean but like even that it's just I was very hard on myself last year my dad had talked to me a bunch and just told me just that just keep your head up you're you're learning from your mistakes and uh we had a we had a camera on board this year and we watched a bunch of the footage back and I could like I'd start front row but then I'd go scratch because I just didn't feel like I belonged up there and then later on in the year I start up there and like everyone says, the fast guys will get around you. You just got to 
maintain your line. Once I learned that, and then I started getting confident running around other cars and it was just a year of learning. I, that's what I'm going to take out of uh, last year is just a learning curve and seat time maturing behind the wheel. And yeah. I agree with John. Like that's, it's huge for a driver to go through that much and still come out confident. Like it's, it's very hard. And I mean, the way I see it is there's some, it, I don't know. Like, I feel like it's almost like, I don't want to say confidence booster, but like to deal with all that in your rookie season, like, I feel like it's just going to, you're going to come out better anyways. Like, you can't go anywhere but up and to get that experience out like I know that's one thing I was scared of is hitting another car and anything like that and then once I experienced it even though I didn't want to like I don't know like I, I don't know how to explain it but no I I get what you're saying there it's everything just happens so quick as well and it stuff's gonna happen on the track so, I mean, I'll, I'd rather get it over with early than, uh, mm -hmm. than late. Exactly. That's pretty, yeah, that's exactly what I'm thinking. Yeah, you had a couple of hard wrecks last year with, uh, you had one definitely with Jared that no one really saw coming and, and to still bounce back and it, it takes a lot out of you. Yeah, that would, that would, I, it was that, it all happened so quick. We uh, we watched the G Force footage, and everything just happened so quick in a race car where you think you're reacting quick, quick enough, and then all of a sudden, oh, too late now. But uh, you just gotta, you just gotta stay on top of things, and uh, that's one thing that I lacked, especially there. It's just you gotta react super quick because everything's happening so fast where you stuff's gonna happen. Yeah, I know Megan had this the same things last year, obviously being a rookie, and you can attest mm -hmm. to this as well, that uh, you, you said it yourself there, Connor, it's best to get it over with early, and, and that way you can move on from it, you can learn from it, and that way it's going to make you a better driver going forward. And hopefully this year, and it, I'm, not gonna, I'm not trying to poke fun at you or anything like that, but instead of hitting the wall, you're going to be driving around, you know, driving around the guys and, and working your way up through the field. Uh and I, I do believe you, you, you have, you have the, you have the skill to do it. We're, you know, we, we, we've, I've seen, I've, I've watched you run for two years, oh, not obviously two years, but you know, all last year in the couple events you came out in, in 2020. And I, I see going forward, you're, you're going to be a good wheel man. Yeah. And that was, especially the, I know that I can do better than what I did last year. It's all up in, my head not all over my head but there's some things where you wreck and I'd say I'm definitely better in one and two than I'm in three and four it, there's just a nervous the nervous I don't know how to word it but I don't get nervous but there's sometimes where I think uh oh and then uh that was also the hard thing is to take a step back when you think after your rookie year you want to race even more, learn a lot more, more seed time. And that one, I think, confused a lot of people where I kind of said, I'm just going to take a step back. But I think 
It might help me. It might not. Probably won't, but <laughs> there's always next year. Hey, you know what? There, there's To me, there's absolutely nothing wrong with stepping back, assessing the situation before moving forward. And that's such a mature approach. You know, mm-hmm. you're such a young guy. Like, but you have the maturity that I, I, I'd say is almost on par with someone like myself. The way you present yourself, the way you talk to yourself in, in, is, is just second to none. So I, I got to applaud you for that, man. And most of it comes from my dad. He's taught me uh, from a young age how to speak to uh, sponsors not, and then uh, just people around the track how to represent yourself. And he's, that he really trained me to do that. And that's helped a lot. For sure. Because, you know, every time, every time I come up and interview, man, after a race, it just feels like, you know, I, what was it? What was the one? What was it? I think it was the year last year when we did the, the vlog on you. Yeah. And I think you, you rambled through, you, you rattled off, you said, not rambled, you rattled off your sponsors before I even had to ask you. And I'm like, well, <laughs> you took away my last little bit here. So, anyways, have a nice night. See you. Talk to you later. <laughs> that, that was one thing my dad taught me. He goes, some people won't ask you. So, if you're talking, you might as well just start spitting up the sponsors and I, I I truly do have to thank Todd Oliver from the retail design group and uh, he's having a rough go the last few weeks so uh hopefully he's going to pull through and uh he's he's a strong guy I got to thank Jay Hill from the Burger Barn Petro Plus Ace One Construction I could go on and on all the companies that he owns but uh he's been a huge part and uh those two guys I really got to thank and obviously John Carley for uh let me drive this car, my dad, and uh, Rob Twitchin and Tim Martin. See, look at that. I didn't even have to ask him. He still rattled them off anyways. <laughs> Got, boom. I don't even need, I, that's it. That's it. I can walk away a half a minute because I didn't even have to ask. <laughs> but what's something smart about that, though, is that I, I remember going to bring it back to, to your dad and Clinton here for a second, but they even talked about that on Race Rivals Race Chat one night. They said, like, media people need to stop asking uh, the, the drivers to rattle off their sponsors that should be on the driver's job not <laughs> I, I actually the few uh, i racing events they did for friday night i excitement during covid two years ago yep i was interviewed a few times and clint did not so i asked my dad to like what do i do there he goes don't you just have to say it go, okay so then that's kind of where i learned to uh, even if they don't ask or do ask just you got to do it quick Absolutely. Um, I think we're going to take a couple seconds here and we're going to jump into our uh, fan fan question period, where, as you saw earlier, we put out there on social media that uh, you were coming on and we got some questions for you. Are you ready for to answer them? Of course. All right. First one up is from Cameron Thompson. He goes, who's your favorite pure stock rookie in 2022? I'd, I'd probably have to say Cam because I, I've seen that I've seen him run a, a mini stock on dirt, just testing it. He, he's really fast, actually. And uh, I know he's got the uh, street stock this year and the pure stock. So uh, he'll be one to watch out for. And I know uh, he'll do good in the pure stocks and, and same in the street stocks. I mean, that's a heavy hitting division. Like Merrickville, Humberstone, Oshawa, can go down to Brighton, too. And they're, the amount of competition between all of those tracks is unreal. So... I'd probably have to say Cam. 
All right. Our next one up is Rob Twitch. And we got three of those from him. And I'm sh- I know you saw them. I, I did. <laughs> he, first one up is who is your favorite crew chief? Uh, probably say my dad. Uh, that's that's say, a good I, answer. I got to say Rob. I got to say Rob. Uh, next one is what corner is your favorite to crash into? Considering I've only hit turn one and turn one once and turn three, I think 18 times. Then you go with turn three. And then what was the biggest takeaway or learning experience from last season? That stuff's going to happen and you just got to keep your head up, move on. And uh, next week's a new week and you just got to learn from your mistakes. Our next one up is uh, Dale Millard. Who's going to get a better finish this season, you or your dad? I don't know, because when I walked into the shop, my dad goes, yeah, well, I'm probably going to wreck the first week. So, Rob, <laughs> you might be racing the third because I don't. The car will be ready for the second. We go, oh, great. So, I don't know. I don't care where he finishes. I just want to see him back in a car. That will be fun. I've never experienced I've never watched him race a car. We've only raced go-karts together at Hamilton indoor cartways. And I mean, that got pretty, uh, that got pretty competitive. So, I mean, obviously I want to finish uh, ahead of him because he's had a few years of not driving a car. So I'd, I'd have to say I'd probably uh, Our net, Oh, you know, that's, that's definitely going to be cool to see your dad out on the track. That's, uh, that's going to be a cool sight to see. Uh, next one up is from Link Arison. Who's your favorite shirtless guy? Probably him because I think he's the only guy that I see shirtless at a racetrack the whole time. Oh boy! <laughs> and then we got a we got a really good one here from Instagram, and it's from Lift the Visor. How significant would you say mental health awareness is in your racing journey? It, you know, I've the first few weeks of racing, it was it was tough on me, and I wouldn't say I get scared that I'm going to hit the wall, but like there's been some times where I've had to take some deep breaths before going onto the track. And so when I strap in, it's just feel claustrophobic and I feel like everything's happening so quick. And I just had to take some deep breaths, sit back, cool myself, relax myself. And then uh, I find it kind of sorts itself out a bit. Alrighty then. That's a, that's going to wrap up our fan question period. Of course, we want to thank all everyone for submitting their questions and uh, make sure you guys check back next week at around noon, noon. I don't know why I say about to say noon o'clock to see who our next guest <laughs> on the show will be. I'm getting really tired. So make me want to take over for a second here. I don't know. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I was kind of, jump on that last question there because I like I totally agree I know exactly what you mean about having to like just sit back and take those deep breaths and how it's not really a scared thing but like that wall is intimidating like it's and I mean I don't know I feel like first time I hit it it was like getting it done and over and it's still scary not intimidating but you know some people don't understand what some people deal with and it is I mean it's good that you can admit that you can some people do have to just sit back and take that deep breath and I mean I do it too I kind of sit back and remind myself you know I have all this safety here 
I'm going to be good if something happens. I don't want it to happen, but, you know, it's quick. Things go quick, and you're not always going to make the right decision. So. I honestly don't even remember hitting the wall. It, it happened, like, the wall. Sorry, I should say. Mm-hmm. It, it happened so quick, and then you're just sitting in the infield. And go, oh, that, that's, that's the end of our night. Get ready for next week. <laughs> but it makes me nervous, I'll say. Sometimes. Some days I'll be fine. Some days, don't know what triggers it, but there's some days where I'm nervous, and I just got to sit back and take those deep breaths, and then I'll be good. Mm-hmm. I totally get that. And I think, honestly, I think a lot more drivers deal with that than what they might say. Like, some of them just kind of <laughs> keep it real quiet. And- yeah put on this this mask and just you know it's all good yeah <laughs> I totally get that you racing drivers are too damn stubborn that's exactly what it is <laughs> but, <laughs> but you, you made a really good point there Megan like as race car drivers you guys are seen as because obviously I'm the, I'm the lone one out here so <laughs> But everyone sees race car drivers as, you know, balls to the wall, have no fear, you know. But in reality, you know, you know dang well as much as I do that no matter how safe you are in a car, no matter what you got, how what you have, you're 180 to 250 pounds, if not more, battling a, a vehicle that weighs. 2,300 pounds already ballsy enough and to not to to hide behind a mask it feels like yeah you're you're right you need to hide behind a mask as a a driver because you don't want to see people think of you any different but in reality we need to we need to continue opening and having that conversation uh you know so that way we can talk about it it's it's not a, a a sore subject to talk about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I but. totally agree with that. I mean, I, I know I personally, I've always dealt with it. The amount of times that I've sat in my car and cried with my helmet on because I didn't want anybody to see me is ridiculous. And it's like, I don't know if any other drivers do that. I could just be the only one, but like to hear other drivers step up and admit things like that I'm like you know what it kind of sets not kind of makes me take a step back I'm like okay I'm not the only one like nobody's alone it's it is it's it's a lot like you're driving a little weapon out there sometimes so it's you know it is it takes a lot of balls yeah I'd have to agree with that (laughs) Yeah, it's uh, but you know, I got you to to even open up and talk about it. That's that's about as ballsy as you guys can get as well, right? Because hiding behind a helmet mask is scary enough as it is. Because you know you want to you want people to see you as this instead of this, you know. But to still talk about it is is bringing awareness to bring talk about to talk about it, and 
to tell you to tell people how they feel like to for for even connor to sit here and tell us how he how he feels you know i applaud you man because that's me too it's not something that everyone does it's not easy no it's the hardest part is when you strap in the car and put on the helmet and then think of everything that can happen to you when you go out there Mm-hmm. But then when you're on the track, you don't think about it. It's weird, but I... It's like it's, as soon as those tires hit the asphalt, it's just like <laughs> blank. Like, not blank, but like you're in a different zone. Game face. 100%. Exactly that. You know, hopefully uh, moving forward, we can continue talking about this kind of stuff. And uh, because that, to me, it helps helps other people open up and talk about it more and and that, and that's that's a conversation we all need to have, and that's a conversation that needs to to continue talking. We need to talk about. And I'm glad, I'm glad Jory put that question in because mm-hmm. I felt with Megan on here that was actually a perfect question. I was actually going to throw that question over to you to ask, uh, mm-hmm. but I thought that was a great great question to ask, especially with the people that we have coming on tonight. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm just going to jump in again one more time about it because, um, like, I mean, I Go feel ahead. like a lot of the times it's girls that step up and talk about mental health because men are even more, like, expected to put on this face and, like, just pretend. So it's like, I know me personally, even to hear Connor speak up and say that, I'm like, wow, like, that's incredible, like, to hear it a guy say something I'm like that's it's awesome like it's going to bring a lot of comfort to different people who just kind of just do it silently I I was silent for most of the time and then it's just stuff happens and I think the worst part about it is you're just sitting in silence and not reaching out I think what Jory it really helped the racing community in that aspect and he he did a good thing like i always say it was such a weird thing for me to reach out to him on tiktok and send him a message (laughs) (laughs) and look where look where it's ended up for him you know he's he's done so much and you know he's i'm i'm pretty sure he's had a chance to talk to you eh connor yeah you know, he's been able to talk to you. I know he's talked to you, to, to your dad, Adam, you know, he's, you know, Megan and him have, have stayed in touch over the past year, which is incredible. And to see left the visor grow to what it is. And, and for someone like yourself to, to talk about it, it, it helps. And that's what we want. We, you know, Connor, like if you ever need to talk, man, like my inbox is always open. Oh, I agree with that. Yeah. And it, it helps when people also open up and say, yeah, if you ever need anything and that, it just kind of comforts you in a way that you have someone to talk to and that you, uh, where you think people don't really care. And then people open up and say, Hey man, if you ever need anything, and it's, it's just it makes you comfortable in a way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're absolutely, you're absolutely right on that. You know, it, Sometimes it's people that need need that comfort to know that they they can reach out because it's you never know if you can you never yeah. know who who is like it doesn't matter who your closest friends are they may not care 
But that one person that goes, Hey man, you ever need any here to talk to you? Inbox is always open. Always here. Always here. I, and sometimes that's all you need. All right. Yeah. So moving forward. Wow. We got real emotional there. (laughs) Wow. But moving forward. (laughs) So I want to, I want to bring it back to 2022 a little bit. I want to talk about this season a little bit more because we, we already got your start the last time you were on the show. Cause this is your second appearance. Um, it, it, this year is going to be a lot of fun. I find, you know, you're going to be running part-time. It's going to be cool seeing the driver switch between you, your dad and Rob. Uh, it's going to be cool seeing your journeys going across, uh, you know, helping out, uh, helping out on the sprint car team and, you know, it's, it's, I know it's something you're really passionate about is, is, is especially the dirt side. I find, um, do you have more of a love for, for asphalt over dirt by any chance? Uh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't want to say I prefer dirt. I like, I prefer all types of racing. But, yeah. Um, dirt, maybe, maybe, better than asphalt in my opinion but i mean no uh, i i like asphalt it produces great racing and so does dirt i, I just like dirt because the uh, the amount of change that goes through the night and what drivers have to do crew chiefs and I'm not saying asphalt it doesn't change but i'm just saying that it the well, asphalt uh... and dirt are both a team not team sport obviously but it it takes a team Absolutely. Um, and you know what? There's there's definitely nothing wrong with saying that dirt's better than asphalt because even I've even I've been coming coming around more on the dirt side. And mm-hmm. if anyone's seen my journeys last year, I ended up at what two dirt right two dirt races in two nights last year. So <laughs> I never th- and they were quite a quite a few kilometers difference in a part. One night I went all the way to Humberstone. Yeah, I went all the way to Humberstone on a Friday night and then drove all the way down to Southern Ontario Motor Speedway for the Saturday night show. That that would be a journey. Actually, the one night after we got done at Flamborough, Cam Thompson and I were going to head up to Cornwall because I was going to go help Darren's riding because he needed a crew member. Yeah. And we were going to, I forget, if, we were going to leave at like 7 in the morning or something. And it was already 1 at Flamborough. It was 1 o'clock at night and we were planning to drive down the 401 quite a while, but there have been weekends where it'll be a Friday, Saturday, Sunday show, and it it definitely takes a toll. You can tell that everyone on the crew is just tired and needs their sleep, but at the end of the day, it's it's fun to do it. It's oh, you're you're young. It's it's good enough. You don't ask yeah. me anymore. I'm not I'm not into that crap. <laughs> I could probably still pull it off if I wanted to. I'd just rather not. There were times I came back from uh, Delaware, not leaving Delaware until almost 1 a.m., 2 a.m. So, and I, and coming all the way back to uh, uh, even east of Guelph, that was still about two, two and a half, three hour drive. So, there's some late nights at racetracks. Oh, no, no. You, I don't, th- I still left at almost midnight the one time I went to Washington, but, 
still to me there's if you have a car count like you do at delaware for their freaking king of the hill you are absolutely sol for the night yeah yes you are they they get about as many cars as a freaking a full car full car field 43 cars they i swear to god they pull in like 40 50 cars sometimes like, they put on a good race, isn't it? Oh, 100%. You're not mm-hmm. wrong. I'm not denying that. But it's it's just so damn long. And, and you know, you still want to go home. And at Delaware, you're you're stuck in the center until un, until after all that's completed. So you might as well just go load the car up and then come back and finish watching it. But by the time that's still done, you're, you're still waiting for everyone else to get out. Yeah, <laughs> then you're home by 3 and if it's Friday yeah. night, then you're off to Flamborough or... Maryville and other places. Luckily, luckily, the guy I was crewing for only was running Delaware the Friday nights, but he would have run the Grisdale Triple Crown still yeah, so. at Flamborough. So that was there was some late Friday nights, early Saturday mornings there. Yeah, especially for me, I refuse to sleep in cars. I I'm a tall guy, so I I like to I need my legs fully extended i can't sleep in a bowl so oh wow i I would not prefer i'd prefer a bed i feel that i yeah i I got into involved into an accident when i was about 10 11 years old i want to say and i woke up while we were middle in this in the uh in the middle of the ditch oh we were spinning and i woke up mid-spin so I was about 10, maybe anywhere between 10 and 13 when that happened. So, uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a little afraid to, to fall asleep in cars because I'm afraid that might happen again. Good thing I drive. That's why I drive most of the time now. I just don't want to be a passenger. <laughs> there will be some, there's some nights when I was younger, I'd look over at my dad. He's got the windows down, pinching himself, coming home from last week. And, mm-hmm. and I didn't know. I said, Dad, you good? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Now they'll look at me. Like, All right, I'll drive you. Okay. <laughs> there were some uh, pretty sketchy nights. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, uh, there'd be uh, coming back from Delaware. There'd be four of us in the pickup truck of uh, of Ed Askins pickup truck. There, there'd be four of us, and I would be in the back right corner of the truck. And next thing you know, I'm like. Why the hell is it so cold in here? He's got the window down, heat up. So it's like a conflicting temperature change in the, <laughs> in the truck. And I'm just like, God damn it, man. Like, can, like, what do you want? Hot or cold? You just want That'd to be like good minute. Yeah. See, this is the thing. On the way, on the way to Delaware, I, we would stop off at the TA just out of Woodstock. And I would pick up a Gatorade and a package of Pop-Tarts. So I became I became Pop Tart Man on the team. <laughs> on the way home to keep my ass awake, I would get a, a Dr Pepper or a Mountain Dew, and sour cherry blasters. Oh, I still love cherry, cherry sour cherry blasters, but like, no, not anymore. I can't do that like I used to. I can't. You can't go. I mean, I can, but there have been a few late nights coming from the Burger Barn shop or after yeah. the races where I'll be half asleep. So. I'll either have a Red Bull or something. Not a, not anymore, but I'll have a pop and barbecue sunflower seeds. Those are that's my go-to uh, 
snack on the ride home. Well, at least you said the burger barn shot because uh, Megan and I, we both had our partners with us and we pretty much closed down the burger barn the one night. <laughs> we got there Good at what, like six? Came home. Yeah, we left like there like 10. Yeah, I had to have been about 10. You know, times I get, you just want to refill. <laughs> I think I went through like like 10. I felt like I went through like so many pops that night too. <laughs> the Dr. Pepper though. Like. Oh, Dr. Pepper. And I mean, how can you leave the burger barn? So freaking good. Yeah, it is very good. I, I'm almost getting sick of it because every every <laughs> shop night, that's what we order for dinner. And mm-hmm. I come home from vacation from Mexico and it's like, all I want is burger barn. And then two weeks later, it's like, I don't want burger barn. <laughs> but mm-hmm. I also want burger barn because it's so good. <laughs> Sometimes always... you just got to switch it up. Hey, absolutely. <laughs> but yeah, there's the... I think that's one of the best burger places I've ever gone to. Yeah. And, you know, the, ser- the service is there is second to none. It's cheap. It's, mm. it's still good food though. Yeah. Like I've been there a few times now and I- I'm almost tempted. Like if I'm ever going to Oshawa on a Friday night, I'm taking a half day from work. <laughs> I'm stopping off at burger barn, having myself a good meal and then going to Oshawa speedway and enjoy some dirt track racing on a Friday night. I will say if you go for the Sprint Car Nationals for breakfast, if you stay over or before the race, you will not get seated. I've oh, been there before the races, and it'll be like a two-hour wait. And you walk in, and there's dirt car hoodies and race car shirts everywhere. It's like, all right, race fans. I see. <laughs> it's 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 such a good place to go, and there's definitely no. Uh... And they, and they do a lot of, they're, they're obviously one of your sponsors and, you know, partners and they, and they do a lot for you and, and they do a lot of things for, for racing in general is, is such a good thing to see as well, because you, you don't see that very much. You don't see a company come in and, and, and who loves the sport and just loves giving back to it. Yeah. Jay, Jay, uh, like I said, he loves having top of line equipment. He loves winning, but he also likes sponsoring nights so he can obviously get his brand out there but he he's been a big part of a lot of racetracks and i think every racetrack you'll see probably will have a burger barn or petro plus billboard hey nothing wrong with that that's good advertisement for him and i i know if i if that thing ever goes up at flambro so I'm gonna be craving his burger barn. Yeah, it's gonna say I'll be detouring after <laughs> off we, <laughs> we were on the way to Merrifield last thing. We were following the burger barn trailer. There was a sprint car in there, and we had two in the trailer that I was in. And I was just looking at the side of the, the big burger. I'm hungry now. <laughs> I, I had to look down and go on my phone. I was like, I can't keep looking at this thing. It's, it's just looking back at me. It's teasing me. <laughs> actually we, we briefly touched on that how was how was Maryville last night what was the track like there because i i've been there a couple times now and i and i love the track what was it like this so far it looked like it was going to be very rough from hot laps like it looked like uh, once the modifies right it looked like they were just going to keep rolling up the clay into big clumps and then we uh we Maryville is always mostly slick most of the I want to say it's always slick, but I feel like there's been a few nights where it'll surprise you. But we went to walk the track at intermission, and there was a lot of grip left in. And then once features came, there was it was pretty smooth. Like 
very smooth and it was pretty good racing all throughout the field especially the sprinters i mean they they put on a pretty good show and then the modifieds also did too i think the sportsman went green to checkered which was quick because i went to the washroom and i came back out and the race was over and i was confused but <laughs> it, it put on some great racing that's awesome to hear man i i i didn't realize that uh Merrittville was already starting up so when i saw a lot of people yesterday posting it's like god damn it there's already a race going on i'm not even attending it i was That's i was like, well, I, said. I was like you should have you're closer to me <laughs> I know. you could have gone you're at flambro i could have like, like friday night there's always full speedway sorry i said next friday night if you guys want to cross the border and watch some dirt track racing there's full speedway it might be a bit of a hike three hour I would absolutely love to. I got one issue. I don't have a passport yet. Actually, I got to see if mine's valid because we might be going down there to race. Hopefully. Oh, make sure you get a check on that. Yeah, I'm going to have to right after this. (laughs) Well, uh, yeah, I got to go get mine because I know Jacqueline's itching to get across the border and we're kind of planning we're trying to plan to uh, to go away to uh, a sunny destination by the end of the year for technically what would be ever be my first ever adult vacation i guess you would call it because the last time i ever went away anywhere i was about 10 years old for three days in disney it'll be a harder vacation oh you're telling me (laughs) well well connor uh i think we're gonna wrap that up there uh, it's great talking to you. We're gonna have a we're gonna have a lot of fun this year in the CVMs, and I'm, I'm sure sure as hell, no, you're gonna have a lot of fun uh, hanging around with uh, the Burger Barn team this year. Yeah, well, thank you for having me on. I don't even know what happened to the camera, to be honest with you. When my dad has it every Tuesday, it's always <laughs> fine when I get it. Crap, but I got to thank you and Megan for uh, letting me come on here and uh, talk, and uh, that was really fun. No problem, man. Thank you for jumping on with us, and you know you're more always more than welcome to come back on and uh, to talk racing and, and whatever else we can come up with, like talk about burger barn for Christ's sake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That would be fun. be fun. All right, man. Well, we'll let you get going. Uh, you have yourself a good night. All right. Yeah. You guys too. Have a good one. All right. Bye now. Yeah. We got to thank Connor Ross for coming on tonight. It was very fun to talk to him. Yeah, we had a, such a great conversation with him. You know, everything we covered from, you know, what his plans are for 2022. We obviously talked about his 2021 and oh, and we wish nothing for uh, nothing but the best for him in this in 2022. Mm-hmm. Thanks for Well, uh, if anyone is looking for a True North Racing Podcast merch, you guys can head on over to epicracewear.ca or uh, link will be in our description down below in our comments or in our description, sorry, and uh, head on over. You guys can pick up yourself a True North Racing Podcast hat. Also, we have Jomo Media hats, T-shirts, sweatshirts, hoodies, whatever, both uh, crew neck sweaters. Uh, pick yourself up a, pick yourself up some and show your love for the True North Racing Podcast. Uh, next week, guys, you guys will find out who our next week's guest is at around noon next Sunday. Make sure you guys are tuned in on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter to see exactly who is coming on the True North Racing Podcast that week megan why don't you start us off and take us home do not forget that next weekend is flambrough speedway's opening night so 
It's going to be one you guys aren't going to want to miss. And if you guys remember it at the early, at the beginning of the show, we did talk about that. We will be at Motorama. Uh, don't know times yet. It's all tentative as of this moment, but I will for sure show up either Saturday and or Sunday. Um, hopefully uh, we can work out some to have the girls there as well. Caitlin and Megan, and it's good. We're going to have such a fun conversation there on the uh, racing zone stage. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, so make sure you got, and that's an action packed day in itself, right? Come on out to motor during the day. You got motor during the day, come out to Flamborough at night and enjoy some short track, hard nose racing from the one third mile oval in, in Hamilton, just North of Hamilton, Ontario there. Uh, holy crap. Wow. I just, (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy. Anyways, Yeah, next weekend we're gonna have a lot of fun. It's gonna be a lot of fun racing. It's so good. It's gonna be good to see everyone back at the track. Um, racing gets underway, I believe, six thirty next weekend. I believe so. Six thirty, seven o'clock. You guys will find all our pit notes on our Canadian Vision Modified YouTube page or Facebook page, uh, Instagram, and uh, make sure you guys are following along to Flamer Speedway, Speedway to find out when, what time racing starts, so you guys can get there early and make sure you guys reserve your spot to come watch it and some great racing. There's so much going on next week. I'm excited for mm-hmm. it. I know Megan, Megan, I'm sure you are as well. Very. You know, it's going to be so much fun going to Motorama. It's going to be so much going back to Flamborough. Uh, yeah. It's going to be good. What do you say? Oh, yeah. What do you say we take us home now? I mean, sounds good. <laughs> Thank you guys for joining us tonight on the True North Racing Podcast. <laughs> I am Megan Mitchell. And I'm John Morrison. Thank you guys for listening to the True North Racing Podcast. Make sure you guys comment, like, subscribe, share the crap out of this, and we'll see you guys all next week. Bye now.